Discover the leader in you with Dr. Jason Carson. Former New England Patriot turned PhD, Dr. Jason brings a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the NFL Players Association, and the White House, each week, Dr. Jason will prescribe empowering, motivational, life-changing medicine for your soul. It's time to discover the leader in you. Now, here's Dr. Jason. All right, everybody. Well, I am excited to talk to you today on Discover the Leader in You. I have been out of the office, so I just thank you for still staying connected with me and being able to hear some of the other segments that we've shared and some of the content as well. Well, I am excited to share with you about today's show where we're still going to be dealing with communication, but today specifically, we're going to be talking about healthier communication in the workplace, and I'm going to give you three types of communication and just a little bit of uh, background and tips on how to really watch how you're communicating in the office. But before we do that, I always like to share that if you want to go to the next level in terms of your interactions, your own personal development, or even with, with some of my coaching clients, we talk about living your destiny on purpose every day. You'll want to take a look at our website at jasoncarthen.com or you'll want to go to our blog at drjasoncarthen.com and stay connected with some of the things that we're doing through personal uh, development tools and also resources and then also assessments as well. So I would be remiss if I didn't share that with you. And one of the things that I want to make sure I'm intentional in doing every day is making sure I can help others reach the goals that they want to reach. So one of the things that I always find interesting when I go into different organizations as a consultant or even as a a speaker is just how interesting the communication can be. And I know I can't see your faces right now as you're listening to this, but I know that you probably have situations that you've been into in your office or in your church setting or even just in public where people's communication may not always be the best. Or you may have a opportunity to interact with someone where the communication makes you feel very positive. So today I wanted to share with you the three different types of communication. And there are others, but these are the ones that I want to share with you today. I want to talk about passive communication, aggressive communication, and then also assertive communication and some of the advantages and disadvantages related to them. Now, if we start talking about passive communication, this is a way that really an individual has decided that they're going to engage in a way that they're going to keep their feelings to themselves. You know, they're not going to address the other individual in a way where they are being heard. And this is actually a negative form of communication because it's unhealthy in the sense that their own needs are being ignored. Uh, They are not voicing uh, what they want to have, and it can lead to uh, a very negative uh, feeling of resentment. Uh, They can feel like uh, they're being taken advantage of, and this creates uh, a level of anger 
and some people, and I know we've all had relationships where the other individual may uh, hold some things in. Uh, they may not want to interact with you, and then all of a sudden they have that moment <laughs> where they just get upset and, and they share some things, and you're wondering, where did that come from? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit the action that's taking place. And really it's because that individual has ignored their uh, relationship and their opportunity to be healthy themselves and have their voice heard. This also leads to a certain level of mental exhaustion because you're trying to figure out how to keep up this uh, facade that your feelings don't matter and, and what you have to say doesn't matter. And and this is challenging. Now, let's bring it home. In a work environment, we have individuals that we may work with or that we've worked with in the past that, you know, they will say, sure, that's fine. No, I don't have an opinion about that. Or their silence will speak volumes. They won't say anything and they will more or less just sort of disengage and they will rubber stamp whatever's being shared. That is is a challenge because when you have passive communication, especially if you're the leader in the uh, organization, you have individuals that are not sharing, it creates the type of environment where people will wait for the meeting after the meeting. Well, and what I mean by that, you'll have individuals that are passively communicating while in the meeting by not saying anything or just going along with everything. And then there will be that water cooler conversation where they'll let everything out and say, you know, I don't agree with that. I don't like where we're going as far as the company is headed and all these other things. And you just have to be intentional about cultivating healthier communication. So passive communication is not the way to go. Uh, it's not something that's uh, good in a work environment and even in a personal environment. You want to make sure you're being heard. And you also want to make sure that you are sharing things that are strengthening your own personal position and also that you are having your needs met in the conversation. If you do not do that, this can really lead to challenges uh, both personally and professionally. So keep that in mind. And also, one of the things that just as a point of clarity uh, with that passive communication, we all have a level of self-worth that we need to communicate and what you have to say is important. So keep that in mind when we start talking about passive communication. Okay. Uh, just as a reminder, we have some uh, great things taking place uh, for the month of April. We're going to be partnering with Chick-fil-A and we're going to have what is called uh, Dr. Uh, Carthen's Corner. And one of the things that I'll be doing uh, with Chick-fil-A is sharing about certain types of leadership throughout the month of April and then also next month. And we'll just keep this thing going. Uh, we have individuals that want to be connected with me, and I'm so thankful for that. I'd love to see you come out. So if you're in the area, definitely come to uh, the Chick-fil-A there in Macedonia, Ohio. That's just one thing I want to share with you. You can find more information about that on my blog at Dr. Jason Carthen. Dot com. So let's talk about aggressive communication. Now, we have all had those individuals that are chomping at the bit. They want to be heard. They will get in your face. <laughs> they want to make sure they are going to have their needs met. This stands in total contrast to passive communication because when you have an aggressive 
uh, communication style, it can be very unhealthy. It can be very unhealthy because it does not respect the other person's needs. It's really a form of bullying in, in your uh, communication. And then also a level of dominance because you are looking at that individual and you want them to understand you're in control. And that that's problematic. That's problematic. And it takes an individual that's very mature in their outlook and an individual that can really be self-aware enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to try and bring you down. I'm not going to try and dominate this conversation, I'm going to learn something from you. So we're going to have conversation that goes back and forth, which is really dialogue. When you have dialogue, you have two individuals that are able to share and they're able to glean from one another and they can really take something uh, from the interaction. When you stop that or you short circuit that, that can be a problem. It creates a very unhealthy uh, reaction in the individual that may be the recipient of that uh, aggressive communication. This actually leads to a fight or a flight uh, reaction, and it causes an individual to have sort of a freeze take place in, in their brain. And what I mean by that, the frontal lobe shuts down uh, during that period of dominance, and they feel like, you know, I can't logically engage um, a level of judgment and the thought of consequences uh, are impacting me and it's impairing my ability to react to you. And this results in irrational and ineffective conversation. So the individual that's being dominant and aggressive at the end of the day, they're really creating a self-fulfilling prophecy by shutting down the other person. And this is just unhealthy. I mean, if you have this taking place in an organizational environment, you have people that really are afraid to engage because they are uh, fearful of the reprisal and what's going to take place when that individual comes back at them. And you want effective and healthy communication in your organization. You don't want a aggressive sort of communication. Now, one thing I can tell you, playing in the National Football League, we had aggressive communication. It was every day, all the time, and that was a sort of organizational culture where this sort of thing was embraced. That is not always the case, and really it can create, it can create in some individuals a, a negative reaction, even in the National Football League. So if you can imagine the negative reaction that can take place in the NFL, then you know the same type of uh, interaction would cause someone to shut down uh, in a corporate environment. I'll share a story with you. I remember went into an organization and – um, I was very blessed and thankful to have the opportunity whenever I get a chance to consult and train and develop. And it was almost like the individuals in this organization were ready for the aggressive communication to take place. And they knew what their roles were and they were going to shut down accordingly uh, when a negative uh, communication began. And that was difficult to watch. It was difficult to watch not only because I value healthy communication and uh, also the ability to hear all the voices around the table, but because you have individuals who are trying to learn, uh, grow. They should have a safe environment when they come into the workplace. And in this environment, that was not the case. And these individuals were really just counting the time. They were counting the time until the end of the day. And that makes for a very toxic environment. You have people that really just feel like, well, you know, why am I here? 
It's been reduced to a paycheck because if I raise my head and say too much, then, you know, this individual is going to really be uh, negative towards me. And it could create a sort of uh, dictatorial relationship where, you know, you don't have a voice. And if you say something, you may be damaged in the process. And here on Discover the Leader in You, we want that very thing to happen. We want you to discover uh, your voice, discover uh, your purpose, understand what it is on a daily basis. And so that was very challenging for me to watch. And, and I'm thankful that we were able to put in uh, interventions and also provide a communication uh, survey uh, instrument that allowed uh, the individual who was leading to understand a little bit better that, wow, maybe I am going a little over the top. And one little caveat to that, what we also found through that uh, research is that this individual had been treated the same way. <laughs> so through this aggressive communication, they learned to be aggressive in their interactions. And thereby, when they learned that, they just continued to extend the same thing to those they encountered because they thought that was really the way to do it and also the way to get things done. And it's really not. It, it creates uh, an individual situation that is not sustainable and a very toxic work environment. So one of the things that I want to switch gears here and just uh, share with you is that, you know, in the coming weeks, we're going to be doing different things, not only on Discover the Leader in You, uh, but we're also going to be doing some different things in the community and just want to make sure if you're connected with me and also if you're in the area, uh, we'd love to have you take part in some of the things that we're going to do. Uh, we're going to be partnering with Bill Glass uh, Ministries, going out into the prisons and sharing uh, with some of the people that, you know, cannot walk amongst us. But that doesn't mean that we still don't want to offer uh, hope and encouragement to them and that's one of the things that we believe in on uh, Discover the Leader in You. And just be aware of that. You'll see some dates. So definitely stay connected in that way at drjasoncarthen.com. And also, if you ever have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, we don't get a lot of those, but we certainly want to hear your voice and be connected with you in that way. We're here to serve, and we want to make sure you are reaching your goals and your objectives. So now the last point that I want to share with you, this is the assertive communication style in a work environment. And then also it really can be used in your personal environment, too. Uh, just as a note, I mean, I want to make sure we're dealing with things in a business environment, corporate, nonprofit, parachurch, uh, church setting. But at the same time, many of the key points and tools that I share with you, you can actually use uh, in your personal life as well. So assertive communication is healthy because it actually respects each person's needs. They are able to engage with a certain level of trust and comfort that will allow healthy communication because there's a give and take. You have individuals that are engaging. Uh, some of the young people like to say people are chopping it up. <laughs> and what I mean by that, they're going back and forth, back and forth, and they're having engagement in the sense that, you know, it allows you to understand where the other person is coming from and there's no baggage that comes along with it. So they're going back and forth. There's a give and take. And this creates a level of understanding because people reach a resolution. You know, there's not a roadblock that stops the actual healthy communication. 
And that's what we want, you know. Let me give you an example. When you have an assertive uh, statement, you can say things along the lines of, I understand, you know, where you're coming from. So, you know, let's make sure we uh, come up with a plan that works for the both of us, uh, something that works for us together. And this creates more of a respectful and effective uh, interaction rather than aggressive sort of communication tone that says, hey, you better do this or else, or if you don't do this, then I'm going to do that. I mean, that's really unhealthy. But assertive says, hey, I really want to uh, share this need with you. And when you're able to do that, you're able to really make sure you're respecting not only yourself, uh, but you're respecting the other person as well, because they now can take the information that you've uh, shared with them and they can say, all right, I understand where you're coming from. This makes sense. And we can grow from it. I'll give you an example of that. Um, I'm privileged to uh, sit on some boards and really be civically engaged as part of my calling in life. And during some of the uh, conversations, you know, people have very uh, strong opinions about things. But when you have an assertive communication style in a board environment, you have 15, 20 people around a table and you're engaging, you're able to say, hey, you know, have we thought about this? One of the biggest ways to diffuse uh, some challenges is really to offer a suggestion uh, and follow it up with clarity around your thought. And sometimes people don't want to do that. They'll say, hey, I need to be heard. This is what I'm going to say. And that goes back to that aggressive communication style where in a board environment, you want to have the opportunity to be able to say, hey, um, have we thought about this? If we have not thought about it, I was thinking that maybe we could do this and that, you know, and that sort of engagement allows you to be assertive. But it also does not frame your comment in a way where people are going to be offended and they want to enact a certain level of defensiveness. Because remember, we're all human beings and cognitively we want our needs met at a very innate level. And if you create defensiveness right out of the gate, people are going to continue down that path and it's hard to come back from. So. Uh, you definitely want to be assertive, but you also want to make sure you're doing it in a way or couching it in a way where it's a suggestion to extend further thought. All right. Well, uh, we're almost at the end of our show, but I wanted to uh, just make sure that I could share with you when we start thinking about communication, remember to be healthy in how you interact with people. Remember to treat people the way you would want to be treated. Uh, that is definitely a great baseline and or benchmark uh, for your interaction with people. As long as you're doing that, uh, there's a greater likelihood that you're going to have success in your interactions. There's a greater likelihood that people are going to want to engage with you in a way because you actually create a level of peace in them and you also uh, create mental markers. Uh, so when they engage with you, they remember the last time and it was positive. So they want to engage with you again. Now, conversely to that, you can also have those mental markers that are made when you're aggressive, uh, when you're dominant in your interactions in that way. And if you're doing that all the time, or if even if you're passive, uh, there are going to be mental markers there where people may not want to engage with you. 
So keep those things in mind. Uh, one of the things that I also want to share with you, make sure you're checking out our website at uh, jasoncarthen.com and then also at drjasoncarthen.com because we have some free resources there for you. When you go to our website and you sign up uh, for some of the things that we have there, like our just our weekly uh, interaction with you, uh, we also have some giveaways as well. You're going to receive three free success videos. We'd love for you to have those, and we'd love for you to be connected with us in that way. Now, before we get out of here, make sure that you are doing what we talk about all the time. I want to make sure that you are living your destiny on a daily basis. And a lot of times I'll share that as we conclude. But today, I just want to make sure you understand when you roll out of the bed every day, you should be rolling out with a level of intention of what you're going to accomplish on that day. If you are not, then you definitely want to start to think about what am I doing in this lifetime? I want to be intentional. I want to make sure I'm, I'm reaching for goals and I'm achieving those goals. But the only way you're going to do it is to be intentional with that. And also make sure you stay connected with us. We want to help you do that as much as possible. Send us a note, stay connected. And I just want to thank you for being a part of Discover the Leader in You today. Take care now. Thank you for listening to Discover the Leader in You with international leadership and business expert, Dr. Jason Carthen. Dr. Jason wants to connect with you right now. Check out our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jason Carthen Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. 